Thank Charu. I'm so happy to do this today because I joined this page because of this show only. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> because I was always interested in Middle history, but this show and this book specifically is so well researched. The 20th yeah. life is just so well researched because, like, at the starting of the pages, you can see from where the author has gotten that context from, and she's built up an entire chapter out of it. And that was yes. so interesting. I was like, I want to read it. Like, I'll show you. I have. I bought my own copy of the Jahangir Nama, which is not very easy to get. So Are you wrong? Just, Where did you get that? Uh, I, I got it from a site called Exotic India in the, uh, and they sell these books. So I, oh. if you want it, I'll send you the link. I I, yeah, it. please, please. I don't have the Jahangir Nama. I have read excerpts from it, of course. But uh, my father That's had fun. an illustrated Akbar Nama at home. Wow, that's so yeah. nice. He had that. You know, like these books are really difficult to get. So I, I started with the Jahangir Nama. I ended it up buying all the books. Now I have the Babur Nama, the Jahangir Nama, the Akbar Nama and the Umayyad. Areva. Oh, all wonderful. So, uh, so as I was saying, the show was a family thing for us. Like my entire family would sit together at nine and ten, you know, after dinner or sometimes we were having dinner. And then we would watch the show. And it was so much fun. And then I would go on and talk to people about it. It's like, do you know this? Like, this is so nice and everything. So that's when I came across the page. And I just yeah. randomly texted them some snippets that I knew. It was mainly uh, that Jodha was not really Jodha Akbar's wife. Jodha was Jahangir's wife. That is Jagat yeah. Gosen. And they were like, oh my right. God, you know this. Would you like yeah. to be the admin? <laughs> <laughs> So that was about five, six years ago when uh, it was still airing. And that is why my admin name is Rukaiya. Uh, I, I mean, I knew about uh, Mughal history, of course, because, you know, we studied it in school. Uh, it was part of our curriculum. And then, and then there were so many books about uh, Mughal history, which were part fictionalized versions of things, which I really enjoyed. The Rutherf- Alex Rutherford series, of course. The Empire, which now is a show, The Empire. And uh, what are the other ones? I even took some of them out because they're still in my library. This is one of the earliest books that I read. It's uh, Noor Jahan by Jyoti Jaffa, which is a very interesting sort of take on it. She's not a very sympathetic character in this book. So that, you know, there's that other uh, portrayal of Noor Jahan as somebody who's like a little bit scheming, little bit like not nice. Um, this was actually a book, The Mughals, which I picked up from IGNCA um, at the time when I was doing Siyasat. So coincidentally, when I got the show, I was actually studying uh, art history at the National Museum. They have a short course and I was doing that course. And, and, it, and I, I, National Museum has a wonderful collection of miniatures. So um, I was there and I, you know, I told my friend and I said, you know, I, I, we're turning 20th wife into a show. And she was like, what? So then we went and we had a look at all the paintings and, and uh, I got this book and this is, this is a very nice book. And then, of course, uh, the food. And I thought that as an actor, food is really... Uh, so this is a book called The Emperor's Table, uh, which has some great recipes. And I think having an insight into what they ate and the kind of, uh, the, the kind of details that they went into... Uh, you know, for every dish had to have this delicacy taste and that delicacy and the bar. So all of that also kind of prepared me for the role. So I guess that you can say that, of course, I did know about 
the Mughals, but in this way. Like I knew about their culinary history a little bit, having lived in Delhi. I knew about their art history. And of course, a little bit of the political history, uh, you know, having studied it in school. <laughs> that really shows, you know, like the way, the best part about the show is it is very well researched and you can see it. You can see that the actors uh, put an effort. You can see that uh, the filmmakers put an effort because there's, there's one part that stands out with me is that when um, in history what happened was Jahangir and Khusrov's elephants had a fight. So in the yeah. show, they couldn't show that. So they had uh, wrestlers fight it out. Yeah. But the essence, the spirit remained. And that is amazing. Yes, yes. There was there, there was very, very well researched show. I mean, hats off. There were many writers, uh, you know, involved in this project and researchers. Um, and they did an excellent job of making, of bringing out the drama. I mean, the drama is already there because they led such colorful lives. But, you know, the, the, the sort of the detailing of that was done beautifully. And when the scripts used to come, I used to love reading them. You know, in 45 minutes, script And it was like the best part of my day when it would be like, Asha, new episode, great, let me get my chai and sit down and just read it like an actual book because there was so much uh, you know so much so many interesting snippets and such beautifully described relationships um so yeah it was the writers were absolutely incredible on this show i mean i agree i couldn't put 20th wife down when i picked it up and i yeah. as i told you i used to look forward to the show yeah um so Right. So other than reading, as you told us, what else did you do to prepare for Nissa? How did you become Mehru Nissa of the show? <laughs> uh, okay, so I think uh, definitely the... Uh, you know, there's a transformative process for every actor before you step onto the scene. You know, you get into your costume and you wear that makeup and you wear that hair and you read your script and you start speaking in that way and then you automatically sort of transform. And for me, if you ask me, was there one magical thing? Then yes, actually there was. There is a nut that I wear uh, as Nissa. It's a very small little ruby drop, actually. Um, I used to like it a lot. And I used to feel that wearing that used to transform my face. So every time, that was the last thing that I would put on, right? I mean, I would get fully dressed and just before heading to the set, I would put on that nut. And, and for me, so that the putting on of that thing used to be the transformative thing. Just a little personal thing. Like then I would stop being myself. I would leave my phone behind and just enter that world. That is so sweet. That is amazing. I'm going to go back and look at your nut now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, and it's a very unusual thing because, you know, it, it, the, the ones that were available in the market were, you know, not quite the Mughal era kind. So this was actually made, I think, one of the costume department people actually put this together to make it look more Mughal um, and, uh, and Persian because Mehrunissa is, uh, you know, she's of Persian descent. So they wanted that kind of thing. So they actually made it and, and gave it to me and and there were a lot of mixed reactions. Here, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't look nice because it used to completely change my face. I felt that, you know, it made me look very different. Um, and so did the directors, clearly. So there was a lot of like, should we have this? Should we not have this? And 
there are some episodes in which it's not there because the director is like, I just hate this, you know, just get rid of it. <laughs> so there are some episodes in which it's not there at all. But most of the series, uh, it is something that I wear and, and I just connected to it. <laughs> and also the the bracelet that uh, Salim gives you, even that was so mm. pretty. I was like, I want something like that. Yeah, that was again, uh, you know, it's supposed to be uh, Shahi Nakashi and... Um, so it, it was quite a yeah it was it was supposed to be very unusual looking and and the whole journey of that bracelet because it's there throughout the show um so the whole so it's sort of you know she every time she looks at it she you know thinks about it and even after having Ladli Begum and being married and being in Bengal she, every time she finds it it's like uh it takes her back and then eventually of course she just wears it when she decides that this is my yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's very beautiful and you know kind of uh, that sort of jewelry is also coming back in market like you can ask for antique jewelry and they have something of that sort because whenever i go to the jewelers i'm like mama yahi wala lo acha lag raha and my parents are like are ye usne mehrunnesa wala dubara le liya but they look so pretty as well you know they really stand out i uh, maybe siyasat had something to do with you know bringing it back because it was a huge success when it came in epic was also new and it was such an exciting time yeah it was it, it, sadly i missed a lot of it you know thanks to you know my child but yes it was very exciting and i i do remember siyasat everyone was very happy with the show like um i did go and meet uh, the people at epic uh, and they were very very happy with the way the show had turned out and you know initially uh, it was supposed to be a much shorter series um we were supposed to end at 20 episodes but because they liked it so much we just you know kept getting like okay let's extend by another 10 episodes let's extend by another. and eventually i think siyasat is now 45 or 47 episodes in total about <laughs> so it's about for all practical purposes it's like three seasons yeah Uh-huh. so it is uh, you know it's almost three seasons so um, so but that's how it happened initially it was like you know we're going to make like a quick 12 episode the 20 episode something like that but you know then they said no but you know there's so much more to explore let's explore this relationship and let's explore the war of succession and let's explore falana and kana da 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 and it just you know they they just expanded the world of siyasat and it just burst into so many characters including malik ambar i mean dekan mikaur you know like it just it, it sort of really like became like a full universe it's so amazing to hear about these also it's so amazing to listen to these stories about making of this series uh, hmm. tell us about your journey from the beginning of the siyasat experience till the end through your eyes how did you you know take it all in which was very exciting i mean i think till date it remains it's very very close to my heart no other show would come this close because i got to live a whole life uh, beerbal from you know when i start off in the show of course the younger mehrunissa is played by jannat zubair um but when i come into the show i'm this love struck teenager uh who falls in love with the prince of the realm and he falls in love with her and then there's this torrid romance then you get married to the wrong guy you know then you're like you know in a horrible toxic relationship you know you 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 love your parents you fight with them you love your brothers you fight with them. you know like 
you give birth, you lose children, you're in a war, you murder somebody. I mean, like it was a complete life. Like I got to live out a full life. Um, so from beginning to end, I, there's not, there's no, there was no unexplored side of Nissa for me. I really got to explore every single aspect of every single relationship in her life. Uh, so about talking about this experience, when you look back at your experiences, when you look back at all the things that you have uh, shared with the other co-stars, your time with them, uh, which memory stands out as you know the best one or the closest one to your heart? among your co-stars who was who was the you know your favorite one how can i choose <laughs> i mean i had three leading men who were all amazing um i, I gosh the whole gyasbek family we all were very tight you know I actually used to feel like a family um and because i was living away from my family and i was all alone so it, it, you know we, they all were very nice and they all really banded together and and you know made me feel very much at home we're still in touch uh, there is a siyasat actors group uh, which actually started because it was the food jahan pe information aati thi ki lunch kahan laga hai <laughs> because we used to be shooting in bikaner and we used to always be so hungry and so the information lunch is in room for lana dimkana and lakshmi vilas dalise we were shooting so it started off as an information group but it still remains and and we're still very much in touch celebrating each other's successes and being there for each other in uh, in tough times um i think this is one group of actors that has really banded together uh, in very tough times um the second wave of covid you know being one of those examples that we sadly lost uh, one of our stars uh, bikram jit who plays abul fazal you know he passed away <sighs> and um uh, another one of our actors was going through a very tough time he was searching for oxygen and you know so everybody on that group was just trying very hard and eventually we did find uh, what he needed to find so this is one group of actors that has really stayed in touch 10 years after the show so you know i can reach out to them and i know that they will be there for me because just that's what we do So Siyasa did become a very, you know, a very tight bound family in that sense. <laughs> Let me tell you my favorite backstage memory. Okay, um, so um, there are a lot of singers in the cast. So there's me and there's uh, uh, Rukaya Begum, Deepika Amin. Uh, she's a beautiful singer. Sudhanshu Pandey, we all know, is amazing. And uh, Ravi, uh, who plays uh, uh, Abul, uh, the older brother. he he's a wonderful singer so we and uh, kc shankar so who plays ali kuli now all of us uh, between takes <laughs> we used to actually sit in either my uh, green room or in uh, in my trailer or in uh, sudhanshu's trailer and sing like because you know between takes you have like ek ghanta do ghanta teen ghanta of free time so we would actually just sing like we would get together and just be like let's sing this song and then we would be singing for like it felt like days and hours and that's how we would pass our time <laughs> because when shooting a historical to bahut gaps hote hain beech beech mein <laughs> i think that remains till date one of my favorite favorite memories uh from uh, the sets of siyasat 
And again about the palace, I mean, one of the best parts that we like about Siyasad is the aesthetics. It was shot in a real palace and it was shot really well. Like there were candles at night and everything and the lighting was adjusted accordingly. So it, it becomes such a beautiful experience because I remember one of the one one of our followers at once messaged me that I'm into production. And I've seen that there are other historical shows who have spent more, uh, you know, money and time on their sets but they are unable to match Siyasad because of the way the palace was used. Like Lakshmi Navas is used for a lot of movies. It's one of the mm. leading palaces when it comes to Bollywood and movies and shows. But the way, especially at night, the way, you know, all the lights and candles and everything. I think that was my favorite part. And yeah. I'm sure it must be really fun shooting at night as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, apart from the fact that you're very sleep deprived, no, uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of night shoots, but uh, yes, I understand the aesthetic part of it. Eventually, it looks very beautiful, um, but you have to understand that we as actors are dying, okay? We, we are like sleeping in some corner, and then they wake us up and say, Chalo, you know, you know, but yes, having, having said that, uh, putting our personal difficulties aside, yes, it was. And incredibly uh, aesthetically shot. I mean, even I used to be so blown away by the beauty of it because, I, you know, of course, what the camera saw, we saw much later. But if I'm talking to Salim or if I'm talking to Rukaya Begum and there are candles flickering, I can see the light playing off her face and off her eyes. And then, you know, those beautiful lines and, you know, that beautiful repartee and that and the incredible language. And these candles flickering and having their own little thing going on. It was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. So yeah, uh, the, this, this, uh, the lighting of the show and the camera work was absolutely incredible. The camera team was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And you have played two Mughal queens as well. So uh, you must have seen the memes that we make. The multiverse of madness with Charu. <laughs> and you are our favorite Mughal queen. Yeah, no, so when I uh, got the role of Kutlug Nigar um, and I told one of my friends, one of my theatre directors and I said, you know, I'm playing uh, Kutlug Nigar and he's like, so Siyasat coming back in season two. So I said, no, 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 this is another show. So he's like, oh my God, so actually you've been stereotyped as a Mughal princess. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yes. And I think as far as stereotypes go, this is great. I mean, this is something that I, I take it, you know, bring it on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I am, I'm very, very happy that, you know, people keep approaching me for, uh, you know, to play uh, Mughal princess roles. And I've been told that it's not just uh, the, the face. Apparently I have, I can pass off with Persian features, but it's also to do with the language. Uh, and the fact that, you know, Zabam Saf here. So that is also uh, one of the reasons. Because even in my auditions and all, I'm told that, you know, the director really liked the way you speak. And you have a beautiful voice as well. That's why we want you to at least, if you know, if the season two doesn't come, I mean, at least do an audio book for us. Uh, one of the first things uh, that I noticed when I started watching Siyasat way back, that uh, this actress who is doing the role of Mehrun Nisa, her voice is so crystal clear and so nice. I could like, listen to her voice all day. So, oh, uh, sweet. 
about that would we would you be open to an idea of uh, recording an audio book of the 20th wife someday if you know such requests come or something of course of course of course who would say no to that <laughs> of course i would i would love that and the feast of roses as well because we want to know what happened in your voice <laughs> mm Feast of Roses is, uh, I mean, I, I really do hope that one day somebody picks it up and, and, and does it, or maybe we'll only do it eventually. It's such a wonderful book because that's really where, you know, she is in her power and she's really sort of now, you know, no holds bars. And, and, and it goes into some very interesting spaces with many characters, I mean, including eventually, you know, with her own brother and her niece. And I mean, it, it goes into some very... crazy crazy conflicts There's so much drama um, so much drama so much drama I mean, what a life what a life so siyasat what was very interesting about siyasat is that it is a completely imagined story right we don't know anything about nur jahan uh, really we just we know vague details ki ha she was born here these were her parents ye bhai the so perhaps her upbringing must have been like this you know perhaps you know what she did in in later on in life there was the seed of that somewhere as a young girl so so it is it's a completely imagined story um and i spoke to indu about this and indu uh, sundaresan told me that you know there's just not enough written about mughal women and even whatever is sort of there uh, then they're not they're not enough first person accounts anyway they're all like Babar would write about his sister and his grandmother and his mother, or you know, Jahangir would write about Nur Jahan or about Asmat Begum, or you know. So, so there are there are these secondhand accounts of things, and then you're just sort of piecing everything together, and yet to do do you know, sort of rewriting that kind of uh, it. It was a very interesting process, and that also gives you as an actor so much room to play with, so much to play with. I mean it. you can just do anything so there were times even during siyasat where i would get back to the writers and i'd be like you know i i would i would really i, I know you've written it like this and when i'm reading it I, i i see what you want me to do but really this is not where i want to go i feel like at this point this is how nisa is feeling and can we incorporate that a little bit and sometimes they would say yes sometimes they would be like no <laughs> but but they were but you know i mean we all worked together as a team so they always sort of took my opinion quite seriously um So yeah, I think uh, Feast of Roses is even more opulent and even more. I mean, this was the height of the Mughal Empire, right? So this is it's really. It's, it's Talking huge. about these two books, that uh, the Feast of Roses and its prequel, the Twentieth Wife uh, of Hindu Sundaresan, there were so many characters, so many female characters with agencies that we learn about uh, from these books. But when we are reading in history, okay, actual history books. they are not much uh, explored you know for example manbai for example uh, jagat gosain okay for yeah. example adli begum so kaiya do what he she was literally the main empress and still uh, there are so many akbar books wherein they yeah. just barely mention it and we talk to the authors because we have access to them like why do you not mention about rukaiya and they just like there's not enough material on her there's not then, enough material but then again you know I feel uh, Jahangir has written substantially about women in his life more than anybody else. So yes. there's something that they can take from there, and like what I had 
uh, when I read the book and when I read Jahangir Nama, I realized how well they wrote Rukaiya. Like her entire characterization is done very well and she's kind of what back to life and given her due because if you see in other places Rukaiya is like the evil queen <laughs> who doesn't like Jodha who was not really real I mean it was Maryam Azamani and everything so I think that was also one of my takeaways like Rukaiya was given her due in both the book and the show which is great yeah well you know uh, I think history has obviously done a huge disservice to women and not just Mughal history I think history everywhere because there were definitely powerful, smart women in the, every empire that existed in this world who have uh, just, you know, gone completely sidelined or uh, not written about. There's just not enough about them in history. Um, but like I said, it's a very interesting time that we're living in now that, you know, we can go back and pick up these clues, you know, that we find along the way, string them together and actually recreate an entire life. So, um, there's something there. <laughs> Just something I observed that is, you can be a very good historian. <laughs> me? No, 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 no. I can't remember dates for the life of me. I sometimes forget my own birthday. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but there's there's another book that I think you would be great at the audiobook. That is Empress by Ruby Lal. That's also ah, an excellent book. And, it is know, an excellent also- book written in third person of how she her life might have been in Bengal and everything and it was it's such an important scholarship that way because nothing yeah. else is written and she's just imagined the way you know from Agra she must have taken a boat over to Bengal and everything and it was so beautiful everything yeah. written on um, uh, Noor Jahan is so beautiful because her life was so exciting very exciting very very exciting um, so I uh, I always think of uh, myself not as Noor Jahan but really as Mehrunissa because I think I, the show really ended at that point like Ab aapka naam hai, Noor Jahan, the end <laughs> so like, I don't really think of myself as Noor Jahan but Mehrunissa was a oh, wow what a life I mean so I think she was 34, 35 when, at the time of the wedding with Jahangir. She had already, that, you know, by, by, by I think the, just the general age of that time, she was considered like, you know, like middle-aged or perhaps more. Perhaps, and she was a widow and, you know, things weren't going very well for her. And, and then she did this whole turnaround and sort of like became the it person of, of the era. But Mehrunissa was so interesting in, you know, just the twists and turns that her life uh, takes. The whole marriage to Ali Kuli uh, was uh, so fascinating. And I had a wonderful actor, KC Shankar. Uh, and we got along very, very well. And we used to, you know, we, we were like, this is a delicious opportunity because this is such a toxic relationship. Like, you know, like they cannot understand each other. Like these are two people who just, cannot understand each other like so half the times we were just looking at each other like what are you saying like where is this coming from Nisa and, and I'd be like Aap kya keh rahe? you know like this is a genuine like complete loggerheads and 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 that was the defining thing of their relationship like they just, and the fact that he was such a dangerous man you know she had to live uh, and and be safe and protect her child from this extremely dangerous, volatile person who could do anything. Like he, he, he could just, he could do anything. 
So that was a very interesting relationship. Uh, the other thing I loved about Merunissa is the relationship in, in the Gyasbeg family. Um, you know, her relationship with her father. You know, she's the only daughter and, and the apple of his eye in, this, in, in, in the way this story pans out. And the two brothers, you know, one with which she, again, doesn't like, cannot stand. And with the other brother who's like her soulmate and really, really gets her. Uh, so the and, and with the mother Asmat Begum and you know we all know that Harunasa was uh, that Noor Jahan was very pretty and she was a fashion icon and of the time etc etc and this is actual documented stuff so we, we know this that she invented all kinds of textiles and you know jewelry fashions and blah blah architecture and design and perfumes and you know she, she used to do all this and so a lot of this these details are included in Siyasat and uh, the, the writers were like, you know, where, where, where does she get this knowledge from? And so, so the answer in their minds was she gets it from her mother, you know, who was a Persian noblewoman who was very interested in making perfumes and, you know, creating culinary things and just, you know, great design around the house. So those were very interesting details to sort of work through. And I think it's important to think about what Mehrunissa's life was because she is the person who became Noor Jahan. Noor Jahan is the public face of this world, of this woman. But who is this woman? That was the whole, uh, that was the whole quest of Siyasat. For me. <laughs> also, personally. That who was this lady? Why did she do what she did? If anyway, a sequel to Siyasat comes based on the Feast of Roses, I would watch, watch out for one scene which I'm very much anticipating if it comes. That is the sequence where Mahabad Khan kidnaps Jahangir and Noor Jahan mm. you know, uh, rescues him from the rebels. Yeah. That is one scene to watch out for, even in the uh, history. So, uh, I know. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, I think even when you read history, there are not many uh, women who jump out of the pages as being the opposite of the princess in distress. You know, the, she is the, uh, the exact opposite of the one who needs rescuing. She actually gets on an elephant, commands the forces and goes and rescues the king. And she actually does that. And, uh, so uh, she's just she's just an incredible, you know, she, she's uh, there's also I think she she shoots a tiger. There's a man-eating tiger that's terrorizing some village and she just picks up the she gun and she goes tiger, and yeah, yeah, just shoots shoots down a tiger. So she she's just an she's just an incredible character. So and there's also awesome. the portrait uh, about uh, her shooting yeah. the tiger. Yeah. There is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so would you say the character of Noor Jahan that you play in Siyasat was kind of opposite to uh, the character of Kutub Nigar that you would play in The Empire? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, now uh, Kutub Nigar in uh, The Empire was uh, she was she was a very very terrified uh, Mughal princess. Uh, now uh, and there was. You know, I, I had many, uh, many uh, discussions with the director about, you know, why is Kutluk portrayed like this? And of course, we, you know, we, we wanted to portray the fact that Babar was good to his women, you know, and, and that's, it, it, again, historically, it's true. You know, he, he, he writes very eloquently about his relationships with the women in his life and how important they were. And so one of the things that, that the director of Empire wanted to put across was the fact that he was a caring son. 
you know he 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 really wanted to, he he took care of his mother through very difficult times you know she lost her husband and she lost her empire then she lost her daughter then you know they were just roaming around as nomads and then you know so so he, so they wanted to put that across but i had a very different take on uh, kutlub nigar and and i sort of discussed this with the director of the show and we really liked it i thought in my own creative actors studio mind that uh, kutlub nigar was probably somebody uh, who you know had the sight like she could she 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 could see the future a little bit and she had some inkling about what was going to happen and so she she had this very strong intuition that her children are headed into very very deep waters both her kids and she was terrified and she so through the empire she's kutlub nigar is constantly trying to warn people that you know we are in for like some really deep trouble and please we must not go down this path because this path is not going to go well but nobody believes her and that to me was the greatest tragedy of kutlub nigar in the empire the way it is portrayed and the director kind of really liked this and so in the last sequence uh, where kutlub nigar walks into the lake you know she uh, she has visions of her daughter suffering and 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 it is actually happening because the you know uh, shabani khan has uh, taken khanzada away and so she in her mind can see her daughter really really suffering and drowning and she walks into the lake to try and try and pull her out so i think it sort of came round full circle with with that uh, mission so it was a completely different uh, um completely different portrayal of uh, a mughal princess very different from nurjan <laughs> our how was it working with uh, shabana azmi ma'am oh so amazing i mean she is the reason uh, you know why i said yes 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 the minute uh, it came to me i was like yes oh of course i mean and she is she's just wonderful she's so loving and all my scenes with her were you know her either consoling me or her taking care of me when i was sick or her rescuing me or so she was always always just you know selling my hand like this and at the end of the shoot day i used to feel so loved because you know she just has so much love to give and i was at the receiving end of the whole thing 10 takes and she's doing this and you know pressing my head and it was lovely <laughs> it was just it was a really really nice experience in that way also i mean apart from the fact that she is a powerhouse of acting i mean she's incredible uh but she also the, the relation because the relationship was uh of that of mother and daughter i also received that from her so much i just love her so looking back at both your shows like what would you say about portraying history on screen correctly because unfortunately there are a lot of shows there have been shows and they there are movies that are coming up that are not really sticking to history and you know going with the popular myths so what do you have to say about that look please understand that if you want to understand history please read a book okay do not come to films and television expecting a history lesson you're not going to get it uh these are completely fictionalized shows they have very little to do i mean basically they're just like acha ye hua tha event phir 5 saal baad ye event hua tha and everything in the middle is complete fiction so you know uh you're watching drama uh you're watching somebody's imagination you know going nuts so if you really really want to know about history please go and read a book um 
and you know nobody really says you know, i mean there's that disclaimer at the beginning of every historical show and that disclaimer is not just there for legal reasons that disclaimer is actually completely uh, correct you know the there this is a fictionalized series based on real events vaguely connected to each other yeah but that disclaimer that uh, is shown at the beginning of the historical films or television series that is not exactly read by people you know we skip to the part where the action begins so yeah. we, there is a general perception that filmo mein dikhaya hoga tv mein dikhaya hoga to sachi hoga shayad so that <laughs> that perception ha <laughs> but uh, you know dekho like if if i look at you know i was uh, I was watching a documentary about Noor Jahan, and uh, they were saying that there's, of course, there are no first-person accounts of her life. Right? We only know about it because she's mentioned yaha waha, various travelers. Some traveler would have mentioned something, something. But stories of her are very popular in local legends in India, in Pakistan, and in Bangladesh, this subcontinent, because she's such a romantic figure. Because and and so when when history becomes myth becomes le- becomes legend it sort of does get romanticized and larger than life and, and fairly uh, you know untrue god knows if she really shot a tiger i mean you know we don't know <laughs> but you know be- you know perhaps because they wanted to portray her as somebody who's brave enough to lead the rebellion against mahabat khan they like or to pata ho to sher bhi maar deti hai so you know uh, i think the television and this is this is also our क्या क्या बोले लाइक लाइक हाउ ओरल ट्रेडिशन यूज टू बी यू नो लिटिल बिट बुमबास्टिक आई थिंक टेलीविजन एंड फिल्म बिकॉज बिकॉज फिक्शनलाइज हिस्ट्री आर ऑल्सो लिटिल बिट बुमबास्टिक एंड दे बिकम पॉपुलर लेजेंड्स बट दैट्स नॉट हिस्ट्री इफ यू रियली रियली वॉन्ट टू नो वट हैपन प्लीज डोंट रीड व्हाट्सएप मैसेजेस टू गेट योर हिस्ट्री लाइक इट्स द सेम थिंग राइट डोट डू नॉट अटेंड व्हाट्सएप यूनिवर्सिटी you know if you really want to learn about mughal history kindly go to a library get a book and read it it's there absolutely and uh, do you have some suggestions book recommendation or other shows that you would want to tell our followers well one historical show that i absolutely love uh, is the tudors uh, i thought that that was just wonderful also like what a colorful character <laughs> so uh i thought that was really really nice um um uh, i've really enjoyed uh, shekhar kapoor's elizabeth the film uh that was very beautifully made very nice it was really beautiful um what else i in general really enjoy watching uh, you know historical and mythological uh, sort of shows that's why epic channel and you know we were such a good match because I completely got them, you know, and they told me they said, you know, we are we are going to create content about about history, about legends and myths, and uh, you know, and I was like, yeah, that's great, that's exactly I love that, <laughs> and that's what they're doing. Uh, and Siyasat is uh, and will always be available on Epicon as as well as on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime, and I, you know, I keep on going back. And whenever I post it, somebody's like, "Where are you watching it? What is the name of the show?" And it's, you know, just imagine it's just a fifteen-second or twenty-second clip, and they're so happy. So I think that is why Siyasat is still. You you'll have a lot of viewers still looking at it. Maybe if yeah. you know, it was in Netflix for a while. I think about that time, international viewers could also see it. Yes. 
Yes, it is still available um, uh, internationally. I forget exactly on how how it is done. Sorry, I'm a bit technologically challenged in that way, but I do know that people are still watching it because I do get mail. Um, and uh, and of course, Epic on uh, which is uh, Epic Channels uh, OTT app, uh, it's available there as well. So apart from Siyasat, uh, what which program did you watch on Epic when it aired back? On Epic. Uh, I love their shows. They they had this really funny show called Yam Se Barkar Koi Nahi or something, which was about Yamraj and his family. It was very funny. It was very good. Then there was this very interesting Mahabharat show, you know, where all the Mahabharat characters, you know, yes. are, haan, that was incredible. I mean, just completely, you know, like, uh, you know, just entirely fictionalized right but so interesting because well, you know there's they're standing there and and then there's a court case about their deeds why did they what they did and it was wonderful and uh there was another show uh with rasika and siddharth uh where he's a detective in uh, uh i think in dariba diary dariba diary that was also really nice. It I was great those. fun. I love the Raja Rasuli and all Anya Kahania. Also, also that Raja Rasuli and Anya Kahania was a wonderful show. It's made by uh, Ikant was great. one of our friends. Ikant was very nice. It was a wonderful travel show. So I think all in all, Epic had some really fantastic. It had a great lineup of shows. I mean, and and we we you know at the at the, at the time when Epic started, you know, we were sort of. We were sort of the first shows that that they put out there, and we were just blown away by the kind of storytelling that that, that they had. It was really wonderful. Ekant was great, yeah. And I've done a lot of travel shows myself. And I really enjoyed Ekant. Ekant was beautiful. Ikant they also had uh, want to go there. Yeah, and you know, I think they also it. had uh, Tagore's stories. Mm-hmm. Rabindranath Tagore. Yeah, stories by Tagore. Yeah, yeah. also stories very. Very beautiful, very nice, very nice. So yeah, great shows. I enjoyed everything. Like, and my grandmother, uh, and my parents. You know, the the epic is forever on in our house. Like, oh, hamisha he on that. And at some point or the other, see us at this thing. So they they're very happy. <laughs> they're like, oh, charu. <laughs> that is so sweet. And it's it is such a good channel because even at my house, you know, it's either news for my father, or uh, uh, Epic is something that everybody wants to watch. So yeah, it's to- it's really nice. It's a really really nice channel. You know, I swear, if Yasha comes back at uh, nine again, I think we'll all sit together and watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I think there are still some episodes that I have not seen. <laughs> Because uh, well, yeah, and some because sometimes you know you you're sitting and watching and I'm like, hey, yeah, concept is what I have never seen this. And they're like, didn't you make this show? And I'm like, yeah, but like I don't think I've seen this episode. <laughs> because uh, at the time when Siyasat released, I was so busy. I had I had a little baby in my arms, and uh, so you know I used to be like, jaldi se so ja, kyunki no baje mujhe Siyasat dekha. I'm sure that didn't work always. So probably never, was- never <laughs> worked. Never worked. He was always doing where, 
and I was like trying to listen to the dialogues. But there are some very funny pictures of us, uh, me and a very small Agastya, just a few months old. He was, I think he was he was born and then Siyasat released. He was just a few months old at that time. And we're both sitting and watching Siyasat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so cute. <laughs> there are some pictures somewhere for this. And also, incidentally, of- incidentally, my son's birthday is 31st May. Imagine <laughs> the coincidence. <laughs> you were meant to do this. <laughs> it was written in the stars, basically. It was, it really was. It really was. <laughs> So, so looking back at the legacy of uh, this show, Siyasat, uh, what is your take on the recent adaptations of history in you know Bollywood films and Bollywood productions of television series? The recent adaptations of history. Look, I think that uh, people take tremendous creative uh, liberties uh, whenever they're making any kind of historical. Um, and... Uh, I think that history uh, also, at least the way we studied it in school and college, college, mostly college, was always to have like both sides of things, you know, uh, uh, both sides of the story. And I do think that sometimes uh, both sides are not portrayed equally, you know, so to, to just say, to just label history as these are the good guys and these are the bad guys doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, you have to you have to sort of understand that they are people, okay? People are like good and bad at the same time, right? And, and they can be good and bad to each other also at the same time. So to just, whenever there is a very, like, you know, unidimensional sort of um, characterization, I personally find that putting off. I, I find that that's, that does a great disservice all around, right? To, uh, to the legacy of that historical character that you're playing, to the actor who has to portray that very unidimensionally. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was reading this interview, Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren, the new Darth Vader in the new Star Wars series. And somebody asked him, like, so what is it like to play like the ultimate, you know, evil personified? And he said, what do you mean? It was Kylo Ren doesn't think he's evil. Kylo Ren thinks he's doing the correct thing. And I was like, you know, that, that is so cool. So, but, but when you force actors to, you know, say, you are the personification of evil, you know, you're awful. That is a huge disservice. And then you're losing out on so many things. You're losing out on a whole facet of this human being. So that I personally also, have a problem with. Yeah. We can also see that in the camera angles and the, you know, color of the scene that that yeah. are made to, you know, spoon feed the audience that, yes, this is the ultimate evil guy. This is the yeah. bad guy. This is the big bad. This is the Thanos of the movie. So yeah, that is also a big disservice to the person, the historical I person. So. Because I, I it's, it's just a, forget historical person. Yeah, They're not around to see what is happening. But it's a huge disservice to, you know, the, your audience. I mean, you're, you know, you're spoon feeding them rubbish. Like, that's just, that's not correct. I, I think... We have to be responsible, right? Just being entertainers or being people, uh, you know, who uh, who are influential in whatever way that we are influential. We owe a little bit of responsibility, uh, you know. This is, you know, just be responsible. So th- this is my personal take on things. But there are all kinds 
Bieber and Rukaya and you know there are all kinds of people in this world. Absolutely. So, but as an actor, how important do you think it is to read and research about you know such historical characters? Would you suggest it to other actors that before you're taking up a character, you should at least have a little knowledge about them? Obviously, I mean that's really silly if you don't know. You know, oh, I'm playing Humayun. Who's Humayun? That's ridiculous. No, I don't think like, that there are. I have never met any actor, okay, who has playing a historical figure and doesn't know who was. They may not know like the whole thing, but they have a basic idea and they always come with their own script and their own backstory prepared. So I have never met anybody. इतने भी बुरे नहीं होते यार हम एक्टर्स पता होता है and that is a problem so you know you would suggest them to read more as you did like we could see the books that you read read to uh, play nisa and that was very nice yeah but you know i i must say that i have met many actors and every actor has their own method every actor has their own method uh we just we recently did uh, i mean something recent history right uh, uh, rocket boys uh, with jim and ish ishwak and uh, there also they were historical characters and everybody had their own process jim's process very different from my process very different from ishwak's process but their processes existed so like i said most actors uh, and specifically when they're uh, to play uh, a historical character in any which way whether it's ancient indian history or um medieval history or recent history or the history of the independence movement or post independent india or even just 10 years ago um would would have their own process and their processes may not be ki i will read all everything that you know indira gandhi ever wrote or did or it, it might be different and for every actor for every character sometimes it is different my process for researching indira gandhi was very different from researching mehrunisa speaking of the process of you know the background research of an actor and also after finishing the shooting and everything uh the buzz which is created among people uh, uh, that this is my upcoming project please be interested in this please be invested in this so in all these interviews uh, we see the actors talking about history or the characters they play or their back stories what they did why they did what they did uh during such recent uh, interviews one actor has made this comment that uh, our history textbooks glorify invaders while uh, you know reducing oh, our, our things to you know just a few lines what is your personal take on that do you agree to that statement do you disagree what 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 is what i mean i think um i think that's factually incorrect <laughs> first of all um and uh, i don't know what can i say what do you say how do i answer this question it's this is senseless really to me i 
<laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know who said it or in what context. But to make such sweeping statements, uh, you know, either they're maybe this actor is like extremely knowledgeable and has, you know, some, you know, some insight that you and I don't have, Birbal. Who knows? So I think, I think I would like to give people the benefit of doubt to think that most people would understand that this was pretty blah. (laughs) 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 Give them the benefit of doubt. I mean, these are people who who watch historicals. I would would think that they would, they would, they would be like, (laughs) but I feel that is where Siasa did very well. It was like, as you said, it was very well researched and everybody did a great job. And even, you know, when people come to us and they ask us specifically historically accurate shows, Siasa is the only one we gave and we're like, full stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's very kind of you. Because, you know, we have, like, we have read several books and we have made, you know, a personal assessment, as I was telling you, the example of the elephants and the, what was done in the show. In fact, I read it in Parvati Sharma's Jahangir and she had oh. mentioned it. Uh, I haven't read that yet. Fight. You yeah. should, I love it. Uh, Jahangir yeah, is yeah. So I know funny. I've been meaning it's to, so it's, nice. on it's on my list. It's on my list. So that's where I read about the elephants. And then I, I remembered the show. And I, and then there's also a, a miniature painting of Akbar sitting there and he looks a little ill and then there are elephants fighting. So mm. that is what Siasa did very well was like where they couldn't, you know, physically bring in the elephants. They bought the fight out in essence that this was mm. kind of a succession fight and everything. So, I mean, if there's a percentage, Siasa is like 60 to 70% accurate and that like never happens. We just have like zero to ten percent accurate. People are like based on real events. <laughs> based on real events, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you also have to realize that Siyasat was not a film or just a limited series. It was a you know we had a long sort of span to you know play out history as it should be played out. You know, there was a war of succession, and at, you know simultaneously there was this battle going on and the Deccan and there was, you know, and then there were all these courtly things going on and these harem politics, you know, everything was going on simultaneously. And that's what made this history, you know, so, uh, so I think in that way, we got this very nice opportunity to really sort of portray every facet of Mughal life, um, you know, and, and perhaps that's what saved us from being unidimensional. Absolutely. That and the fact that women were given their due. Uh, the women in Siaset were all given their due, and uh, you know you can you, you you know you just you you cannot leave out those voices. Um, it's really a huge disservice to read out leave out those voices. These very very smart, very powerful women who were running the show. And if you could tell us a little bit more about your experience uh, working with these characters, like there was Manvai, who's very underrated, mm. Jagat who was literally Jodha. Begum because she was from Jodhpur and she's the way she's you know absolutely whitewashed from history that they're like Jodha Begum Jodhpur okay okay so that's not the Jodha Begum. totally different person in history thanks to James Todd. I know I know finally so happy to see Jagat (laughs) Gosen getting her due and being a very powerful woman she was just not some queen she was a queen mother she was Khurram's yes. mother, yeah. daughter She's Shah Jahan's mother. And yes, absolutely, uh, you know, uh, political affiliations galore. Um, there for a reason. And uh, 
and very powerful and neni dikshit who plays uh, jagat gose is so powerful wow neni was she was such a and so all our scenes were like nisa and i'm like jagat <laughs> and then deepika is rukaiya going <laughs> so all our scenes were like these really like intense and like uh you know the, the politics of uh, of women um and then you know the day would end so we had a lot of scenes together and uh, we became very very good friends and so after the after the shoot would wrap up we'd be like chill let's go out for coffee <laughs> so the three of us actually um uh, are remain till date very good friends both uh, deepika and neni uh, had come to delhi to see me after i had my child and even now when i whenever i get the chance we're very much in touch very much in touch all of us and specifically the three of us and that asmat so begum superna yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we at some point there was a whatsapp group called badmash begums where we used to <laughs> share <jokes. laughs> I, so knew, I actually knew about the existence of this uh, WhatsApp group. But Mash Begums, how did yeah. you know? This is a secret. Exactly, It's a secret group. Of, I, I think I made a meme about uh, Rukaiya or Abul Fazal or someone, you know, from the Siyasat yeah. series. I made a meme, and um, Rukaiya Begum actually commented on this. Oh, she did. Uh, meme did. <laughs> yeah, because she uh, was the admin. <laughs> Yeah, and she said that I'll send this meme to our WhatsApp group. So that's how I know yes. that the WhatsApp yes. group exists. Yes, there is there is a WhatsApp group. <laughs> and uh, I even remember there was this uh, movie that my father really liked, and I was not interested in it. I think it's called Shadi Me Zaroor Ana. But then I saw Karan Veer hmm. and Neeni were playing husband and wife. So I was like, okay, Jagat and Salim, I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, we we have uh, had many opportunities to work together again, but uh, in completely different avatars. <laughs> Unrecognizable. It's, uh, it, it's on YouTube also. There's a small making of uh, behind the scenes video where you're just having such a good time. I think it's when uh, Jagat and uh, Salim are getting married. Uh, they yeah. showed a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in Lakshmi Vidas Palace. This was, was very funny because it was actually one of just my day two or day three or something over there, and I had just come in and Jannat was wrapping up the baby Mehrunasa scenes, and you know the young lady Mehrunasa was going to enter uh, the show, um, and we shot that making, and I didn't really you know know all the actors really well, so I was a little bit like guarded, shy. Then was by the end of it, it was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> no, it was really nice because we, you know, we, there was we spent so much time together. So uh, obviously, you know, the those those threads of love will remain always, always. And uh, another thing that I really like about the show is the smooth transaction that the show had from Karan Veer to Sudhan Show. Like you know, for hmm. us. For the viewers, he is Salim, and then when Sudhanshu comes in, he's Jahangir, and that's how we call them too. And they both of them did such a good job because Karanvi yeah. was more lustak, and you know he was a little confused, and Sudhanshu is more serious, and yeah. know, he knows what he wants. And that was just so beautiful because often in shows, like if actors change, which you know the magic just chala jata hai. But both of them yeah. did such a good job that they really just, did. It, it was. It's just amazing. It just does. It, it looks very smooth. It that does. That there's Karanveer and does. then Sudhanshu just takes it. Takes yeah. It yeah. Yeah. 
it was it really was and sudhanshu also just he just fitted right in i mean he just you know seamlessly and and just he picked up he just picked it up and it was a you know quite uh quite a quite a tough one to do right like when you just have to pick up like he was so good and also like the way the show was structured you know it sort of he salim goes away and and for a battle and he comes back as this you know as a man and uh, it was it was lovely so i remember he- my uh, my first uh, uh, you know the meeting of salim and nisa after many years like he's been away and then he comes back and and now it's 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 dhanshu but but when when that meeting happens you know they just they meet they don't say much it was so beautiful i i love that scene i love that scene there are these curtains and they meet in in the harem and you know and, and and she says you know i have to go and he's like you're going back to your husband and she says no i'm going back to my daughter and it's just sweet scene it's and then he just he looks at her and he's like my god so much has happened you know <laughs> life has happened to both of them that's so deep as well i'm going back to my daughter that's so yeah. beautiful i mean the, it's the such a beautiful scene it was such a beautiful scene and you know there's the way we shot we shot it over a whole day pura matlab subah se leke raat tak we were just shooting the scene of these two and you know first he sees she sees some reflections and he sees some reflections they're not sure and they turn around and and it's nisa and it's salim and and then they just move towards each other and they're very scared that somebody would see them because she's a married woman and you know so it time it's time by this time i think it's beautiful and and they meet after so many years and then she just looks at him and she says i can't i have to go and she's wearing that the bracelet <laughs> and he sees that she's wearing the bracelet no it's just there's no words it's just music and these reflections and and then yeah and then these lines i have to go, have to go back and watch the scene now it's yeah, beautiful yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, there there were some really spectacular scenes uh, in in Siyasat, spectacular. That's why we love it, and you know that is what our last question is. Uh, there are so many people who have loved Siyasat who continue to watch it, and there are so many of our followers who have watched it because we recommended it to them, including a lot of the big history pages because you know it was about ten years back. So, do you have any words for them? Just a last thank you, and you know maybe a little bit. I'll be back probably in an audio book form. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Thank you so much for loving Siyasat and for showing us so much love and so much affection over so many years. It is so endearing to me that after after years, you know, I'm going back and thinking about these the, the, that beautiful time when we were shooting this show. Uh, thank you so so much for just loving it, for all your love, all your affection. <laughs>